Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Today, I am talking with Jessica Peterson all about the three mistakes that business owners make when starting out. So you are going to want to listen to this episode, but not only consume, implement the things that Jessica is teaching you today. So without further ado, Jessica, so excited to have you on the podcast today. Oh, what a blessing it is for me. I'm excited. I love this topic. I love your mission and who you serve. So I'm ready to rock and roll. This is awesome. I love it. So before we dive in, tell us more about yourself, who you are, what you do, and who you serve. Yeah. So I am a mom of four, 15 down to four. Um, So just like all of you, we're busy in carpool, trying to maximize our time, all of those things. Um, my husband and I, I got started in business because I started working with him years ago um, when I was a stay-at-home mom. And at the time, I didn't think it was possible to work and be a stay-at-home mom. I bought the story that I was a bad mom if I did both. And then through that journey, my husband's like, I need you to come work for me. Okay, I'll do it. And I literally loved it. It was like Jessica became alive again. And that's about eight years ago now. And then from there, I building his business made me want to help other women that may have felt the same. I want them to know that they can build a business. They're of worth. They're of value. And the stories we create are just stories. And so I was like, let's, let me help them on their journey. So here I am now today um, doing the same. And I'm also, to be quite honest, I'm in another business pivot because if business teaches you anything, you're going to switch, move and pivot just like motherhood, flexibility all the time to go what stage and season you're at. So that's a little bit about me. Ah, so good. And even just so many things that you said, I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. Because we think it has to be, I can be a mom or a working mom. I can be a mom or run a business. No, you can be both. And I just like, that is my soapbox. I think moms make the most phenomenal business owners out there because we have such an innate skill set to do all of these higher level tasks that you see successful leaders, managers, CEOs doing. That is our superpower. So it's time to change the narrative. And I am so thankful for people like you for being a part of that change, for being the example, the trailblazer, that it is possible too. And something else you mentioned that I just love is seasons. You have to respect the season of life that you are in as a mom and a business owner. I screwed that up a lot. At the beginning, you know, it was the comparison of why isn't my business doing this? Why had infants and toddlers? Like, exactly. I, the way I run my business now that my kids are in school is totally different. So just really respect that season of life that you're in. I love it. I love everything. So, what is the first mistake that you see business owners making when starting their business? Yeah. 
the first one, and you will not be shocked, is overthinking. If you're familiar with the book, The Confidence Code, they did a huge research project all about women specifically and how women are known to overthink everything to the point where it's debilitating and where we go into analysis paralysis because we're stuck in the thought pattern of what if I make a mistake? I don't know. Oh my goodness. So therefore we get stuck where we're at. We don't move forward. And usually we throw in the towel or then we wait for, I need another confirmation or I need something else to happen in my life. So my business is not good because you've thought of every possible story in the last three days of how it's terrible, where none of those things are true. You've just created this self-fulfilled sabotage of how your business is going. So the overthinking will lead to no growth in your business. Same thing. I've done it. I've done it where... um, I even talked one of my first business clients. I was like, maybe I shouldn't work with her. Husband's like, why not? Why wouldn't you work with her? <gasps> I don't know. I, I, I'm j- all my overthinking came in, and he said, why don't you just go over to your little desk, make a list of all the reasons why you're qualified to serve this particular woman? So I made the list, and I was like, sure enough, of course this is going to be great. It's a, my pattern of overthinking came in. And as a business owner, the, the faster you learn to make decisions, the faster your business will grow. It's a very, it's a big, um, a pivotal moment in business when you can efficiently make decisions. Just like in motherhood, we make decisions fairly quickly. You need to make decisions fairly quickly in business so that you move in the right direction at all points. So that's the first one. Oh my gosh. So, so good. Because yeah, I have been stuck before in analysis paralysis and it is not a fun place to be, you know, and you get stuck in this cycle of consumption thinking, I need this. I need that. And like you said, then you talk yourself out of it. So I love to create that list of why you are qualified, because even just your past life experiences, most of us are qualified way, way beyond what we've even begun to give ourselves credit for. So that right there, that's a huge, huge asset to any business owner. Why you're qualified and track those wins too. You know, look at what you are accomplishing. I think a lot of times in life, we focus on all the things that we have to do and we forget like, what did, look at everything you have done. Like, that's pretty amazing. Even when my kids were infants, I used to do this all the time. You know, my husband would come home from work and I'm like, I didn't do anything today. I just sat on the couch and nursed the baby and changed the diaper. He's like, you kept a human alive. That's pretty yeah. awesome. Like, exactly. you know, but like you said, we get stuck in these patterns hmm. and I- you can't see it and you can't see your way out of it. And the other thing that you mentioned too is just the whole decision-making thing. Yes, just make a decision and go with it. My very first business coach, when I was contemplating a pivot, she's like, you know, Amy, making, not making a decision is making a decision. You are choosing to sit in being indecisive right now. Like just make a decision. You know what? As soon as I did that, it was so freeing. Like I knew the answers the whole time. But I just, I I don't know. As women, I think we're afraid to like accept that. Yeah. Trust ourselves. 
knowing that when even the wrong road, you make the wrong decision, it will actually lead you to the right decision. Yes, yes. Because you figured out that didn't work. I need to go this direction. It's when you don't make any decision, you're choosing to be stuck. And yes. nobody likes stuck feeling because we've all been there. So if you could embrace the fact that I'm going to make some mistakes and I'm going to learn that those mistakes were only growth opportunities for me to get where I am. If you can look at yourself and the reason one of the things like you don't see your achievements as achievements is because they probably came so easy to you. You're thinking everybody else knows how to do this. Why are they paying me for this? Or why do they want this service? They want that service because they're not good at it, but you are. Yes. Yes. And and two, just embracing our mistakes as growth opportunities. I love that. That right there, if you really start to question your fears, so what if you make a mistake? Guess what? That's, That's where we learn. In life, every one of my mistakes has taught me far more than my successes. Have you found that to be true as well? 100%. I share this story because people... I, I think it's really relatable. My husband, when we um, he first got out of school and we built his business, he is a doctor, a private practice here. And we were working and working and it wasn't working. Clearly it wasn't working. And we ended up having to step away from that business because it ended up being a failed business. Here's the thing. We don't consider it one second a failure because two weeks later, he opened a brand new practice. It was the biggest success since. So everything that people would say that was a failure, that taught me all the wrong things to do. Now I know all the right things to do so that I can, oh, I know how to market now. And I know what doesn't work in my community and what does work. And so we built that. But I, we never would have had the success unless we had that complete fail. What a beautiful story. I mean, and it's just showing you like business is nothing more than experimenting. It's trying different things and taking that emotion out of it. Look at the data. Look at what you can learn and create something better. Yeah. I love that. So what would you say is mistake number two that we're making? Mistake number two is combined here where we go into perfectionism and comparisonitis. Mm. I blend them in because we women, it's, it's a, see how overthinking leads to, we need to be perfect and let me go see what everybody else is doing because I'm not good enough. Clearly I'm, I'm not good at whatever, uh, baking cookies, coaching, creating spreadsheets, accounting, whatever it is, we want everything to be perfect because we're not willing to be the beginner. When you embrace the fact that, hey, I'm in the beginning of business, do I need a perfectly polished website? Do my Does my Instagram need to look perfect? Does this? No. And that will actually lead you to stopping growth. Again, how all of these lead to stopping growth because you will not keep going. You will be so stuck on everything needs to look perfect that you aren't actually bringing in any money. I know because I did those things. I was like, I've got to have the best website. At the time, my website wasn't bringing me in the money. What was bringing in the money was my email list. 
So let's focus on the email list instead of my website. And then, oh, I've got to have my perfect photos. To be honest, my hits on Instagram, the best ones are my family being candid. Not when I was, which I'm not saying any of those pieces are not necessary. They are when you get to a certain stage. We start thinking that my stage in business needs to look like somebody that is near the end of their business. Embrace the fact that beginners are beginners and you will attract your audience just by being you and you will up-level and you'll get those up-leveled people as you grow. But if you get stuck in the perfectionism and the comparisonism, again, it's not going to work. Oh, so true because yeah been there, done that as well. And, you know, it's so easy to get sucked into it. Mm -hmm. You know, even being several years into business now, it's still hard. You know, you compare yourself to others. I think it's just, it's, it's primal in a way. It's our brain seeking to be accepted. But here's the thing. You don't need that external validation by just showing up as yourself. That draws your people to you, just like you described perfectly. And when you're willing to be a beginner, isn't it just the most beautiful place? I mean, you can practice, you can really hone your craft. You know, you don't want to be going from zero to 10,000 followers. Like that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of eyeballs on you. You know, the more followers you have, well, guess what? You're going to also have more naysayers as well and more criticism. So each small step along the way is giving you that skill set, is giving you the tools to help really grow and develop your craft and really hone your skills, your message, because you are what draws people in. And I think we forget that because we get caught up in thinking what we should be. Mm. And the thing is, if we really get down to it, there are the basics. It all goes back to knowing that you're enough. Whatever is on your heart, the business that you're growing, um, at whatever skill set you're developing, or even the fact that you're taking a break from business and you're being a full-time mother or full-time caregiver for parents, whatever it's going to be, that you are enough just by being you. And if we can really embrace that fact without the, who do I need to prove, which we as women do that way more than men. Men do not generally do a whole bunch of that, but we women do a lot of that feeling like I'm not good enough because I didn't join PTA this year. I'm not good enough because um, I didn't make the cookies. I actually bought them. And at the end of the day, everybody got to enjoy the same thing and it doesn't really matter. Um, So knowing that who you are, what you bring to the table is of a worth will really help. And how you do that is going to be building up your confidence level um, to counteract these mistakes that I see. And how do you build up your confidence level is the next question I usually get. Okay, Jessica, we're going to build up our confidence. Well, how are we going to do that? Um, well, it's pre- it's simple steps on showing up for yourself. For example, the more promises you keep to yourself, the more you're actually going to trust yourself. So when it is decision time, when it's time for you to show up on a podcast, when it's time for you to be in front of a group of people presenting, you're going to show up confidently because you've shown up for yourself on specific tasks. What does that look like? 
say, for example, it's springtime, everybody's excited and they're like, I'm going to finally start running. Okay, great. I want you to start running. So you set up a plan. You go the first day, you wake up early or you do it at night or whenever you decide to do it, you actually did it that day. Great. That's a big, huge check in your mind that, hey, you show up for me. I can trust you. The next day you're like, I'm going to sleep in. I'm not going to, you know what? I'm not going to drink my water today. Your body starts getting iffy. It's your brain. It's trying to understand, can I trust myself? And then over a while, you no longer are showing up for yourself. So you're chipping away little by little at your confidence. And so the next time your friends go, hey, do you want to do this health challenge? I'm not very good at that. No, you are good at it. You just haven't shown up for yourself yet. So the same thing applies in business and in motherhood. If you just keep little promises, and I did not say perfection, little promises. If you go, oh, I didn't get to it today. I'll do it tomorrow. I'm going to fit it in at a different time. Okay, great. And you do it, great. But if you're constantly renegotiating your time that you do for yourself or the commitments that you make, you actually don't know when you're going to show up for yourself. So it's inconsistent trusting with you. And that's how you're going to build up the confidence to know that I am enough because I trust me. Guys, Yes, that right there is so, so powerful and something that we forget. We, for whatever reason, we don't keep promises to ourselves. And like you said, it chips away and it trains our brain to just not trust ourselves, our instincts, our gut, just not to trust, but it's in the doing. It's showing up for ourselves and keeping those promises that's what builds the confidence. You know, so often I think we think that we're going to magically wake up one day and feel confident. Well, no, that's not how it works. And you did a beautiful job explaining that. So what is mistake number three? Mistake number three that we moms are notorious for are saying, I don't have time. Yes. <laughs> to create a business. I don't have time to do X, Y, Z. And this sometimes hurts when I say it, I go, it's not actually about time. It's about what do you want and what do you want to do with your life or the time that you have? Because instead of saying, sometimes we say the, I don't have time to cover up that I really don't want to do that. And that can be, of course, that's not polite to say that I don't want to do that. <laughs> but um, we use that cover up a lot in our life and we moms have more time than we sometimes think that we do. It just may not be in large quantities. How did I get my, my training and things like that was after I had my fourth baby was during nap time and bedtime. And that was it. Uh, and a little bit in between, but with four kids, that's, that was my life stage. And that's what I could commit to it. So, and I really wanted to do it. So I made it a habit. I also really wanted to get back into shape after having that baby. So it was a habit. I also, at that time, was not very present in my kids' school. But that was a conscious choice knowing I've got a nursing baby, I'm building a business, and I'm working on my health. So this one is a, a no for me right now for right now, but I consciously did that instead of saying, I don't have time. Actually, I'm choosing not to do that. So if we can audit 
what I like to say is audit our time. Look over your week, your month. If you have goals, are they on the calendar? Are you putting in the time? And what is on the calendar? Because what you're putting on the calendar is what you value. And if you understand that how you spend your time is what you're valuing in your life, then you, you will get what you want. Or you're going to get whatever you're valuing, whether you like it or not, but it, you get to reevaluate how you're spending your time. When you're business building, you have more time than you think because women can do a massive amount of work in one hour, a massive. It's when we do, oh, wait a minute, honey, I'm going to work and cook dinner and listen to a podcast all at the same time. And then we get frustrated because all day long, we feel like I didn't really get it done because you're doing so much at once instead of doing a condensed, okay, I'm not touching my phone. Um, this is nap time or the, everybody's at preschool or school. I'm focused on work right now. I hear the dishes, they're calling my name, but they're going to have to wait because the dishes I'm going to get to after I write my copy for my emails and do my podcast interview. So when you look at time in that way, you will be so much better. Last thing I know, I've been on a rant, Amy. Um, I love it. I am here for it. I'm loving this. Is similarly, if you think about when you're going on vacation and say that it's at the end of the week, you are a massive on fire mom. You get all the laundry done. Everything is prepped to go in that luggage. Meals are prepped, snacks in tow. So when you go, it is go time. Everybody is ready. You got everything lined up just in. So you're like, I feel, so, I feel like I got so much done this week because you were so intentional on how you used your time to get ready for that trip. If you use that focused energy, the rest of the time when you want to build your business or that focused time when you're spending with your kids, you will feel the same fulfillment because we get very fulfilled. This is universal men and women. When we do a really great job, we feel really fulfilled. When we put in a lot of hard work, you get that pride of, wow, I really feel good. I have that like a good day's work. Um, same thing will happen. So reevaluate your intentions and how you're actually using your time to hit your goals. Yeah, that right there is such a game changer. Taking back control because you are choosing how you spend your time. And that can be a hard pill to swallow at first. But being a mom and running a business, intentional use of your time and that focus energy like you described, that's the secret right there. And it's going to take practice. It's not going to be easy. Oh, by golly, by no means does that mean I am super rigid or like, man, we don't have flexibility. Remember, I have four kids. Flexibility is actually my name. Also, professional Uber driver, right? right. So we just like, we're driving all over. It's the fact that, oh, you know what? I, I'm very aware of when I was creating my post, I spent way too much time scrolling for inspiration. Okay, next time I need to give myself a timer or something. Or you know what? I need to give myself more time here or I spent too much time on that. 
you will ebb and flow and find out how much time things do take and how you can work under a certain time amount so that you can get more done. Um, and then delegating out because I don't do everything. Um, after I had my fourth baby, my husband, thankfully, he was like, you know what, what's your least favorite thing? I'm like, laundry, I feel like I'm always in it. He's like, let me help you with the laundry. He has a very busy schedule. But on Saturday, that is the thing he's folding in our room, the laundry. I'm like, you have no idea how much that says I love you. Like to me, like, but see how I'm, and I've had other people do things for me. So I'm not doing it all. So literally stop trying to do it all is part of the time game too. Right. Exactly. Exactly. We have to be willing to accept help from others because we are not meant to do this alone. We cannot do this alone. And if we keep trying to do it alone, that's when we end up just so burnt out, overwhelmed, resentful, frustrated, mean mom comes out and it's yeah. not truly living our lives and fulfilling our purpose and running a business as a mom. You have to be flexible. Like you said, you've got four kids. You are driving them all over the place. You're coordinating schedules but you have to be intentional. And you even mentioned, you know, putting it on the calendar, analyze what is on your calendar. What are you saying yes to? Where can you delegate? Where can you ask for help? Because here's the thing, as moms, if you were one day hoping to find the time, you're not going to find it. And that's, that's hard, but you have to make the time by prioritizing. What is it that you truly want? And maybe that means that it's not being a solopreneur. Maybe it's working in someone else's business, working from home in a different capacity. And that can be hard because what we think we want and then what we actually want when you take the time to pause and really analyze that, it can be two totally different things. But just coming at it from just a non-judgmental place that this is your life. You get to call the shots. This is your business. You can call the shots and make it look however you want to make it look. So true. So, so true. Because uh, what I heard was, okay, I'm willing to go ahead and embrace the fact that I'm going to try. I'm going to throw some spaghetti at the wall and see what works and what doesn't. And then I'm going to pivot and redirect myself so that, oh, I really want this at the end of the day. And you may start a business and find out it's not for you. That's There's no shame in that at all. None. I, You should never feel shameful. You found out that, oh, I really like this. I don't like that. That sounds like a win to me. You know what's funny about that is that is exactly the journey I went through with my first business. I thought I knew exactly what I wanted to do, exactly what it should look like, but it was in growing that and being very successful in that business that I learned, oh my gosh, I like actually building the business more than I liked providing the service that I was providing within the business. Mm -hmm. But if I would have never had that first business, I wouldn't have any clue about what I was truly passionate about. And I'm like you, it's just seeing the other person have that sense of empowerment and thrive and just teaching moms that you can do it. We just have to go about this a little bit differently than society has trained us. It is possible. You are living, breathing proof that it is possible. And I just love everything that you have shared. So much value in this conversation. 
Yeah, I hope so. If if the, you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. At the end of all of my conversations, I hope you feel enlivened or empowered in some way. I don't want you going away thinking, oh, I make all these mistakes. No, it's a way for you to reflect and go, huh, what? I can improve in that area or wow, I could see myself doing that and do some laughing about it because we are all relating here and then pick one, just one thing that you can improve on this week, just one, and then move in that direction. And that one thing will have a ripple effect on the other things that you maybe want to work on as well. Yes. Start with just one. And yes, you will see that ripple effect. It's so powerful. Jessica, thank you. This was such a phenomenal conversation. I loved it. How can we get into your world? Yeah. So you can follow me on Instagram, Jessica Bright, B-R-I-T-E Peterson, or my, um, if you want to find out some goodies or tips, I have a lot of giveaways on my website. It's jessicabrightpeterson.mykajabi.com. And there I'll help you if you're looking for confidence, if you're looking for mind, uh, managing your mind, or you're like, you know what, I really want to build an email list. That is one of my favorite things to help women do. Um, and building through collaboration, I'd be happy to help you with that. So reach out via any of those avenues. Oh, amazing. So be sure to reach out to Jessica because email lists, are one of the most underutilized and most important things in your business. So if you don't have an email list, go over to Jessica's website and get into her world and start building that list, please. This is like my public service announcement to you. <laughs> if you do not have an email list, you need to start one today. Jessica, thank you again. I do appreciate you. It's been a blessing. Thank you. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.